Happy Championship Week, D2 sports fans. Welcome to another episode of the D2 Nation podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Cavati, and joining me for another thrilling episode is the iconic Bethany Bowman. This past weekend, Kennedy Bearden, one of the first guests on our young podcast, scored the golden goal as Grand Valley State won the Women's Soccer Championship, because that's what Grand Valley State does. Um, Cal State LA avenged its 2019 championship match um, lost to Charleston in the men's soccer and won the men's soccer championship. And then Tampa swept its way to its fourth national title. But Bethany, there's one important question I need to ask you. Are you ready for some football? Yeah, of course I am. Always excited to talk football. And we have a very special guest joining us here today. We have a rematch of the 2018 national championship game this Saturday. We already had Valdosta State's exciting quarterback, Ivory Durham, on the show this year. So now we turn our attention to the man under center for Ferris State, the GLIAC Player of the Year, Jared Bernhardt. Welcome to the nation, Jared. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're, we're excited you're here because your story is unlike anyone else's that we've had on this show, right? We've had the D2 student athlete on the show, which you are now. But of course, you come from D1 Maryland lacrosse, where you won a national championship and the player of the year, the list is endless. But why don't we get caught up on the road that led you to Big Rapids? When you decided that football was going to be in your future, um, was it, did you put it out there? Were there feelers from other schools? And what made you choose the Bulldogs ultimately? Uh, yeah, I kind of just kind of went the way. Just who was looking to give me an opportunity? I know it was kind of unique not having played you know, in several years. Um, so like I said, just kind of sent it out there, trying to see who would give me an opportunity. And, and Coach Anise, you know, got in contact with me, um, which is really cool and kind of filled me in on, on their program and their culture. Um, so that, that definitely, you know, pulled me in. I think one thing that was uh, interesting, we spoke to Coach Anise earlier today. And what he told me was, it seemed like you were all in. Because if I remember correctly, you committed... Mm -hmm. Um, in 2020 before COVID happened, right? Yes. And then what he said that I found really interesting is that you're in the middle of this championship run in, in 2021 with Maryland and you're texting him in the spring when there's a new play added to the playbook just to make sure you've caught up. So you, you were pretty much, you were doing two sports at once uh, when even while you were playing lacrosse. Yeah, I would, uh, you know, try to change it up a little bit, um, you know, trying to do the same thing for a while. It can get a little repetitive. So I would, uh, you know, trying to catch up on some of the things they were doing. Um, you know, when I showed up, you know, I, uh, I was behind a little bit, you know, than some of the guys. So I was trying to catch up to what they were doing and wanted to make sure when I did show up, uh, I could kind of go in there and, and try to give me the, the best possibility to, you know, compete for a spot. Looking ahead to this weekend, Ferris State is no stranger to big games, but even Coach Anise said that last time around he thought that Ferris State got a bit starry-eyed when they saw the big stage. What do you think that your experience winning a national championship can bring to this team? Yeah, I think just that, just the experience, you know, being there for sure. But, you know, it's a it's a new team. There's new guys here that haven't been there. Um, you know, I know Coach Anise, and there are guys that have been there that were on the 2018 team. So, um, I think just trying to stick to our plan and just focus on what we need to handle. Um, so that, that's what I think is, you know, really important. Um, when we spoke, when I spoke to Coach Anise earlier, 
uh, I asked him what he thought made you such a special player. And I, obviously he talked about that preparation that, that you spoke about. But one thing he said was your capacity to make people miss is on a level he hasn't seen um, many, you know, before you. And he's had some great quarterbacks, right? Mm -hmm. And he also has two other great quarterbacks along with you in yeah. Malik and, and Evan. So let's flip the switch a little bit. We know that you guys are great quarterbacks. We know that he likes to use you different ways at different times. But what makes Coach Anise so special that this program is back in the championship game again? Yeah, I would say something I noticed, just his focus. Um, he's so he's so locked in. Um, you know, someone that I kind of looked up to. Um, and, you know, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Uh, you know, I try to would follow him and kind of see, you know, his mental capacity with things. Um, and I see a lot of that, you know, type stuff in, in coach Anise. And I know it's for some people, you know, they look at Kobe Bryant, he's, you know, this big old celebrity and, um, and stuff, but coach Anise, you know, his attention to detail, his focus, um, every day. I mean, he's, he's that locked in, you know, to get to, to a stage like this. Um, and, you know, it's really cool to see that, you know, up close and personal. After all you've experienced at the Division One level with lacrosse, has this season been even beyond your expectations? Because you're the GLIAC Player of the Year, a Harlan Hill nominee, quarterback of the last undefeated team in D2 football. You seem pretty calm and collected, but have you been pleasantly surprised, you think, with how everything's gone? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, like you said, I was haven't played in a while. Um, I was trying to trying to see how how what was going to be my role for this year um I didn't really know if I was even going to get to play at all maybe like a little bit um I was just kind of telling people some of my buddies when I would call them during camp you know I was just you know so happy to be able to just practice um whether I got to play or or not um that was just really cool to feel a part of the team um you know being a new guy even though I'm you know little bit on the older scale but um it was just cool to kind of kind of be able to go out there and practice and be like hey you know I'm a college, college football player yeah that's a that's definitely a cool uh flip of the switch right you, you played mm -hmm. lacrosse all these years and you know I remember from when we talked earlier in the season you played football in high school and mm -hmm. like you said just right there like you you got that moment to say hey I'm yeah. a college football player yeah. Um, and you've been a really good one at that. <laughs> so last, last week you rushed for 200 yards and five touchdowns in the semifinals game against Shepard. Um, how do you think, you know, have you watched the Val this Valdosta State team? Because they have a great defense. How do you think you could attack them and, and bring your skill level and, and possibly break down this defense this week? Yeah, I just think we need to just, you know, do what we do, what we do best, um, you know, coach gets uh, the game plan set in set in place and we kind of have to go out there and execute um you know there's no really special I'd love to give you the the special blueprint of things but uh, I think it's just really just focusing on us and just trying to go out there and execute the game plan so I was a division two student athlete and so is every other athlete that we've had on the podcast but this is a little bit different because you know, they all have been since day one. You've experienced success at two different levels. So what makes your time, you think, as a D2 student athlete this year so special? Um, I think just the people. Um, like I said, I, I never visited um, before, you know, even though I committed here. But just getting up here and, and meeting the, the people, um, you know, on the team and just, you know, around the complex um, and the people of Big Rapids, uh, they've just been like, 
really awesome. It's been awesome to see, like you said, at the games, you know, the great crowds you get, like they love their football up here. Um, but I would say, you know, that's been, been really cool to see. Yeah. I mean, and the, the, the crowds, you know, you, you go from D one playing mm -hmm. on a, such a big stage and, and now you're in D two, did the crowds kind of surprise you a little bit Were they a little bit, I mean, especially up there in Gliac country, it's football country. Like, did it surprise you a little bit? Uh, I'll say a little bit um, just because, you know, I haven't watched or you weren't able to see, you know, the crowds too much, but um, uh, definitely a little bit, uh, you know, they get definitely like to get a little bit rowdy up here, um, you know, and they definitely do an awesome tailgate, which, uh, you know, at Maryland, the, the parents and stuff did tailgates too, but here they, they also do that. So it was really, really cool to see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good environment out there. So those were the e the easy questions. Now we're going to put you on the D2 hot seat and, and get uh, get our listeners to know you a little bit. Um, no need to build a suspense. So, Bethany, let, let's get them started. Yeah, as usual, start off easy. Jared, what is your favorite football team and who's your favorite player? Everyone always asks me. I don't, I don't have a specific team. For college, I would say I like the Miami team, uh, probably like two, around the early 2000s, like Willis McGahee, Ken Dorsey. Um, and then my favorite football player right now is probably uh, Lamar Jackson. I could see why. <laughs> you're very similar in the way that you play the game. Um, the Miami answer makes sense because you're a Florida guy originally, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so normally this question is, what is the best football movie of all time? But since you're a two sports star, what is the best football movie? And then what is the best sports movie not involving football? Football movie? Oh, I mean, I like either Remember the Titans or I like Friday Night Lights. Oh, um, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I'd say McKinney, McKinney Texas is Friday Night Lights. You're yeah. going to be living it this weekend. <laughs> yeah. And then non-football, I like Coach Carter. Nice. That's Coach a good Carter, one. A little basketball, yeah. I like that. What do you listen to get pumped up before a game? And, have, and we have had some wild answers here, so, you know, be careful. Don't expose yourself too much. Um, recently, this year and last year, I've been listening to uh, Biggie Smalls. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, you can tell – you you are a little bit older than the other athletes because I I, I know that artist. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you had a time machine, what part of history would you travel to? I would probably say the nine, 1990s or so. I would say I don't know. I have some really good movies in the 90s, and I said Biggie Smalls, Tupac. Yeah. Probably then. Nice. And it looks like the weather is going to be cold once again this weekend. But with your success in the playoffs thus far, are you ready for another snow game? Or are you hoping the weather report is wrong? Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind another snow game. It's definitely – it's been cool to be in those for sure. I mean, it's something um, not everyone can say they could – you know, they played in something like that. But uh, if it's a little warmer, I, I wouldn't be complaining. <laughs> yeah, you're a lacrosse guy. That's a spring sport, and you played three blizzard bowls in a row here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was watching the semifinal game in my, uh, and I'm in Kansas. It's pretty nice here right now. Um, I'm like in my bed though, wrapped up in blankets, watching you guys with the snow coming down, not wearing anything on your arms. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm wearing stuff on my arms. So <laughs> offensive linemen, they don't. Those guys don't wear anything. 
Yeah, they got a little bit to heat them up, though. Your offensive line is huge, especially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Jared, thank you so much for taking. Like we said earlier, we know this is a busy week for you, and we appreciate it. And obviously, I'm going to be there watching, and and we just want to wish you good luck. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. And remember, D2 Nation, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and anywhere you want to listen to a podcast. So give us a follow, and we'll see you next week on the D2 Nation.